Good news for all you Heinz Blind Veterans Rehab Center graduates. All of you are invited to join Heinz Blind Veteran Graduate Support Group. Their mission is simple, helping all of you stay connected by using video and messaging apps like Zoom and GroupMe, assisting and encouraging each other and continuing to develop skills together. If you would like more information, contact David King at LarryPolk58 at gmail.com. That's L-A-R-R-Y-P-O-L-K-5-8 at gmail.com. All right. How's everybody doing today? Uh, this is Ray. We're back again today, and we are sitting here with a veteran. Um, her name is Yannicka Trent, and she is from North Carolina. So I'm going to sit, sit back and let her do some talking. Yannicka, how are you doing today? I'm doing very, very well. Good. So, what brings you here to, to this Heinz place? Well, I am here to actually get some help and learn some skills for my vision loss. Okay, how did you come about your vision loss? Well, on September 18, 2018, I woke up blind. Wow. And, yeah, it was very traumatic. I went to the VA. Uh, I was actually out doing summer games at that time. I got back and I went to the Durham VA and they was, ah, go to Duke, go to Duke. And they did a consult real quick and sent me over to Duke that same day. And uh, I went through a series of, you know, the, uh, the surgeries and everything. And uh, I have uh, total blindness in my left eye, no light, no nothing. And in my right eye, I'm looking through a pinhole. Um, they uh, went, I went through just losing my peripheral vision little by little by little until I got to that pinhole. Um, my vision is I have macular degeneration and Fuchs dystrophy. And so that's what I'm dealing with right now. And You seem pretty young to be having macular degeneration. Exactly. Is that uncommon? It's very, very, very uncommon. I was actually diagnosed with macular degeneration at 35 years old. Wow. So how did that make you feel as soon as you heard that diagnosis? I, believe it or not, I didn't even believe it. I, I was in denial. I was like, yeah, sure, nah. But I was having uh, my retina, was, um, veins were like popping in the back of my eye and so I was having bleeding in the back of my eye and so I knew things were going on. Uh, it just was a hard pill to swallow even back then. Right. So did they give you any hope at all that you get your sight back? Oh no. They were up front was no, we can't do anything to save that left eye. But they were doing everything they could do to save the right eye and they were really confident that they could do that. Uh-huh. So it sounds like you were pretty active before this happened to you. Yes, I am an athlete. I was I was a born athlete. I have been an athlete all my years. Uh, growing up, I was all American uh, softball player. Uh, at the age of fourteen, I was an athlete all through high school and you know school. I mean, just yeah. Wow. So uh, take me back to when you were in high school playing sports. Uh, what made you decide to join the service? 
I joined the Army to go to college, <laughs> believe it or not. Well, that's a good reason. Yes. And so did that dream come through, true for you? I joined the Army and realized I had to go to college and do the Army at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. And I did it. So I did it. And when I got out, I finished my college degree. And so, yeah, it all worked out. Great. So what did you do with your college degree? I got my bachelor's in social work and my associate's in criminal justice. And I did social work. Oh, cool. That's good. Did you enjoy that? I did. I did. So how did you find out that you couldn't do it no longer? I mean, what was the tipping point for you? I was already... um, total impermanent before my vision loss, but uh, I had uh, started having a series of surgeries, which uh, basically took me out before my vision loss. And so, but what happened is, you know, when I, I thought that, okay, I can't run anymore, I can't do anything else anymore, I was just laying in bed and thought that, you know, my life is over, but, you know, the VA finally was like, okay, no, 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 we'll put you in recreational therapy, you know, so I went to recreational therapy, and they took me to this place called Bridge to Sports. Bridge to Sports showed me that despite my what do you call it? Disability. Disabilities, yes. I can still be an athlete. And their their motto is, you know, they can bring out the athlete within. And so that's what they did. I mean, I went there. I started doing archery. I was able to do kayaking. And I was able to do, you know, they did bocce, all kinds of, of things. I, I even tried wheelchair basketball, okay? <laughs> all kinds of great things. And I so, think when people think of handicapped people doing sports, that's the main thing they think of is wheelchair basketball. Oh, that is the hardest thing you can do. <laughs> it is so hard. It is very, very hard. Um, I played basketball, of course, growing up. I am actually five foot ten, and uh, I played basketball growing up. Oh, yes. You would not want to be in a, ba- in a wheelchair playing basketball. It is very, very difficult. It takes a lot of coordination. It takes a lot of strength and muscles. Oh my gosh, you will be so sore coming out of there. And uh, you should give them lots and lots of, of praise and lots of cheers when you see them out there on that court performing because it takes a lot. And a lot more than you running down that court with two feet, I'm telling you. A lot more dedication, I'm yes. sure. So, yes, Bridge to Sports also does the Valor Game Southeast every year. And they invite veterans to come down and uh, they pay them to stay. They pay for them to stay in a hotel every year and, uh, and do these sports. And it is amazing, the camaraderie to, to do this. And that. It was great. If you can see it online, you can see it. Uh, on the news, you can see it, you know, on the Facebook, uh-huh. you know, look it up because it is phenomenal. Give us that name one more time. Bridge to Sports. Bridge to Sports. And yes, okay. in Durham, North Carolina. All right. Well, let's see. So that was how you got here. What are you doing now that you're here? What, what is and what now, is this place done for you? Now that I am here in Hines, VA Blind Rehabilitation Center. I am telling you, this place has given me so much. I was actually sitting at home, still 
realizing that, okay, by the time I got myself together, then we, it was, COVID had hit, and I'm sitting at home in the dark, in, the, in a corner, uh, with no, no, no hope, no nothing. I uh, asked my vis, hey, I need a Victorita stream. She says, well, you're going to have to go to Augusta uh, virtually for them to train you on it. I went there. There was an instructor, well, you know, she put in a consult. An instructor from Augusta called me that same day and started working with me. And his name was Donald Hooks. And he said he trained me on it. And in two days, I was able to pick that up and just go with it. And he says, well, what else do you have? And I told him, nothing. What else do you know? Nothing. And he's, what do you do? Nothing. And he says, this is crazy. He says, you know, you can self-refer. And so he just said, I, I'm, you're just going to self-refer? And I, he said, here. You know, so he just commits to teaching me all kinds of things. And, and here you have a... Apple Watch, Apple Phone, and just started telling me all kinds of things that blind people can do and giving me hope. And so there I had hope. And then I called my VIS and said, I want to go to a school. Some of our people out there listening may not understand what a VIS is. Can you explain that? And your VIS coordinator is a person that is a bridge to opportunities. She has, he or she has that, the knowledge to refer you to all kinds of information they have the information so they can refer you to help that's what their job is they're the bridge to help so they will refer you to schools they refer you to any kind of places that can help you like this place yes even support support groups and support right. help and things in the, in the community so hey, she referred me here to Heinz because Heinz it was open and so I got here to Heinz I had hope when I got here to Heinz but I still refer to myself as blind because I could not see when I got here to Heinz I didn't realize that yes I am visually challenged because I met so many I'm here with 30 people I've never seen so many people that was really visually challenged in all my life so there's a whole lot of ranges of visually challenged there's no such thing as a blind you know just plain blind people visually challenged I now understand that and oh my gosh I've learned so much I've learned so many skills I've learned that I am so just amazed at the things that I can do now. Right. I'm amazed at my routine has changed, my outlook of life and life has changed. Everything has just you been. You have purpose now. Oh gosh, I have purpose. I have organization. I have, I mean, just my life has just been really developed and changed and just grown. I have grown so much here in the five weeks that I've been here that you would not have believed it. I would not have believed it. I would not have believed that I can do so many things. And I'm not I'm no longer afraid that if I lose the other eye, that life is gonna be over. If I lose the other eye, I know that I could do even more things. Right. So I could do more things without my vision than I can do with this one eye. So that probably doesn't make sense to It doesn't make it doesn't make sense to them. But it does make a lot of sense now to me. I was afraid that I would lose this, this one eye. But now I know that if I do, 
you know, there are even more things that I can do. Right. Because here, they have so many, they show me, this is, do this now, now put this blindfold on and do this now. So yes, I have seen and learned, and learned so many things. And this is just my first book. <laughs> so. what, what do you think about the uh, technology that they offer? Oh, the technology is out of this world. The technology now has really, oh my gosh, you think Star Trek, you think <laughs> all these other, you think Jetsons, uh, you think all of these things. Oh my gosh, the, the technology is amazing. Um, with the technology that I am taking away from here, um, I'm telling you, you... I feel that I feel like it's putting me on an even playing field. There you go. It's putting yeah. me on an even playing field with most any CM person. Right. You know, I am telling you, you guys are gonna envy me out there because <laughs> I am back. <laughs> well, I love your attitude, and I'm sure people out there listening are saying, "How can she be so upbeat when she has this blindness thing going on?" Yep. Well. I am no longer black, but now I'm blind. I remember telling a girlfriend of mine, she says, Yannicka, stop saying you're blind. Stop saying you're blind. We are visually challenged. And I says, no, I want you to stop saying that because I am not visually challenged. You are visually challenged. I just lost my vision. And all I know is I am blind because I just can't see anything. You are visually challenged because you've been, you've had long enough time to accept this. I have not. So... Let me say what I feel, and you say what you feel. Right. Okay? So until I get there, I'm blind, and you're visually challenged. Just leave me alone. So now I am proud that I can go back now and tell her that, hey, yes, yes, yes. I am now visually challenged. I have arrived. You've crossed over. <laughs> I have crossed over. <laughs> How's your family handling all this? This has been difficult to my family and for my family. And I know now that I've learned here that I thought that I was going through a trauma, that it was traumatic for me, but now I realize that it has been traumatic for them as well. Right. It has definitely been traumatic for them. And I never thought about them. Right. I'm thinking about me and my trauma, right? right? And I didn't think about it. It has been a loss for them as well. Right. So... I talked to a couple other vets, and they said, yeah, there's a grieving process for them, too. Exactly. Uh, and they're going through all the stages of grief themselves. Exactly. And so we have to be sensitive to that, too. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't either. I never did that. It never dawned on me. It never dawned on me, too. But so, no, yeah, it's, it's something we have to be mindful of. That's true. So that's one of the things that I'm going to take back with me from here is that I have to go back and I have to start working on my family as well and being more empathetic to them and their grief and their loss. So what does the future look like for Yannicka? Oh wow, the future for me is bright. The future for me is the sky's the limit. Right. And so I'm going back. Uh, I am looking forward to um, being more active in my community and more active, you know, in my family's life. Traveling, 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 <laughs> and just living, right. living life. So, is there anything particular that you'd um, like to do that you haven't done yet? Sounds like you're pretty active as it was. I know, right? <laughs> I'm just gonna continue to do what I 
continue to do what I was doing. Okay, if there's anything you can say to somebody out there who's, who's in the same position you were, what would you tell them? You are not alone. I thought that I was alone. I thought to, I didn't think that there was as many visually challenged people out here as, as there are. Um, don't, do not be afraid to show that you have some issues and some needs. Do not be afraid to uh, basically uh, go and get some help because things are so much easier when you have knowledge. Things are so much easier when it's just a little tiny thing that can change, you know, how you are moving through life. It's so much easier. I mean, just like I wear this little pen on my chest. Yeah, tell me about that. I noticed it. And the pen on my chest is it's just a pen. It's a round circle, and it has an eye in the middle. And in the middle of the eye, the part that is know your eyeball is checkered and then it says low on the very top of the eye and vision on the very bottom of the eye and it's a button and it comes from Canada and it's from the checkered eye uh, project and you can look it up on checkereye.com and the buttons are very inexpensive but I wear it everywhere I go I don't leave home without it because this this button, when I go into a store and I say, oh, excuse me, you know, can I, can you tell me, tell me, where do I find the ketchup? They stop doing what they're doing. They look at me and they say, hey, let me show you where it is. And they'll take me there. I don't have to say, I'm visually impaired. Can you show me? I'm, I'm blind. Can you tell me? Because people that say, yeah, I'm blind. Yeah, I'm blind. Can you take me? Well, it's right over there. And they'll say that three times and people don't hear they can see that that saying I can show you a whole lot better than I can tell you. Yeah. That is a true statement. So wearing this little button helps me. It helps me, and I tell you, it has been helping me for for the longest year. And so the Checkered Eye Project. Look it up, CheckeredEye.com. And that button, I'm telling you, is a lifesaver. It saves so much conversation, so much headache. And I'm telling you, man, just do it. I wish we had video. You should see the smile on her face right now. (laughs) Just do it. Live life. Tell me about the Red Shirt Project. What is that all about? And so on Fridays, we wear red. Red is remember everyone deployed. So our soldiers are still being deployed. My daughter is active duty Army. And they are still being deployed. She just come, came back from a deployment. And at Fort Stewart in Georgia, they are still being deployed. Everyone is still being deployed from all the bases. They still do rotations. They still got rotations coming up. And so on Friday, every Friday, we wear red to remember everyone deployed. It's not on the news. It's not very common. It's not you know, publicized and all that, but they are. Until everyone comes home, we wear red. Remember, everyone deployed until they all come home. That's a good cause, that's for sure. Um, You're talking about how um, 